Oh, hey! It's time again for the Wednesday Morning Surf Report, the podcast that answers tomorrow's questions today. I am once again, yet and still, uh, one of your hosts, Rick Larson, and with me again, as always, is my illustrious co-host and sound engineer, Jeff Cardello. Jeff, how's things? Um, things are rolling along as they will. That's great. <laughs> they will tend to That's be my bad. most nondescript answer yeah, I can give. It's as evasive as possible. Yes. I like it. I like it. Well, Jeff, as you know, but the listeners at home may not know, we have two amazing, amazing guests this week, and we're going to introduce them now. We'll start to my immediate left... Uh, he's a uh, an amazing improviser, a, uh, a Phoenix legend, <laughs> a, uh, just an amazingly bearded man. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's welcome Jose Gonzalez. Jose, how's how's everything going? Uh, things are okay. I'm a Phoenix legend because I <laughs> pooped at City Hall in front of everybody. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think I uh, made of, my statement. Kind of thing that makes you a legend. Plus, you were born at Legend City. Yeah. Let's <laughs> so, Conceived there, yeah. born there. <laughs> Weaned there. Yeah. Ate, a, ate a bunch of cotton candy there. Got some video game tokens Ooh. there. <laughs> I don't think I think that may have closed before I moved to Arizona. But I know. Yeah, I, I never. I, unfortunately, I never made it to Legend City. I it's can, so much of a legend, though, that we all know what it is. <laughs> right? Like it lives right. on. Yeah. yeah. Past. It's and it's going to be very very specific <laughs> for anybody who doesn't currently live in Phoenix to really uh, enjoy what we're talking about. Um, long long gone amusement park, and. That was the voice of our second legendary guest. Also an amazing improviser. Also just a, a really great human being, Nina Miller. Hey. How, how's things going? Things are all right. Awesome. They are rolling along. And I'm on a chair with wheels. Whoa. So I'm literally rolling. Synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Like the way that a tree resembles a picture of the neurons in the human brain. It's They're just parallels yeah, everywhere. Right. Uncanny. Well, we're going to go ahead and select a question to answer, and then we're going to spend the rest of the show answering that question thoroughly, completely, definitively. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn that over to our guest, Jose, tonight to pick our question. And this is a big responsibility. It, it is. Uh, that, that was too obvious. It was like right <laughs> okay. in the middle. It's a, it's a plan. All right. Uh, should I go ahead and read yeah, this ahead, or please. just keep it to myself? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> old suspense. Well, yeah, we're going to try to guess what it is <laughs> at this point. Totally different podcast. Yeah. Uh, the question as written down is, what is the deal with continents? What is what, the deal with, deal with continents? continents? Hmm. Well, we exist on a continent. As far as I know, they're just big chunks of land surrounded by water, sometimes connected to there each other. There used to be one big continent. Right. Oh. Yeah. That's how dinosaurs ended up in Australia. Um, there's a divide at the continental divide. 
Yes. There's a lot more continent on one side of it than the other, though. Especially when you get down to, like, South America. Because it's the, the Andes right along Peru. And most of South America is on the east side of that divide. You can also be continental, which I don't know. I just imagine someone in, like, a, a thin tie and a really dapper suit... Uh, like eating cucumber sandwiches with white gloves yeah Yeah. they're continental but it's also a continental breakfast which is not what you wear a suit to I had to to be very careful to pronounce it as continents as opposed to continents which I think is the opposite of of incontinence Uh oh I'm continent yeah no one ever uses that yeah no it doesn't, doesn't come up very very often. I think because it's not as newsworthy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would hope so. Yeah. When somebody is incontinent, everybody else really it's, wants it's to know about it. Yeah. It's in it's, the news. It's, it's it, like the... Uh, it could affect their very lives. That would be like the uh, everything's okay alarm on The yes. Simpsons uh, when Homer was trying to come up with like a, like a disruptive, innovative... Uh, invention, and so he came up with the everything's okay alarm. <laughs> so it would just constantly went on off. and on. It goes off every two minutes yeah. as long as everything, everything is, is okay. okay. I have heard, maybe somebody can confirm this for me, but in, in other countries, I think the example that was given to me was Mexico, they actually teach that there are fewer continents because America is just one continent, and it's the Americas, and it's not yeah, separated. None of them, like, why is there a North and South America? I think that's right. I think, you know, I, I think it's, it's a global economy now, guys. That's true. It does help with directions, though. Well, that's <laughs> true. Narrow it down. <laughs> Go up to America. America. Up yeah, America you know. and down America. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a bias of map making convention also but um, also why is Europe considered a separate continent from Asia yeah when they just they just run right into each other that's they just won a lot of wars they won a lot of wars in order to keep that Geography is like I'm. I'm very bad at geography. I, I am too. Um, I am terrible as well. Okay. Am, While we're all admitting this, <laughs> I, I, but I'm probably I'm, objectively terrible. But mm-hmm. I feel like everybody else is terrible enough that I come out. You knew where Peru was. Average. I think you know yes. more than I do. <laughs> you you lost me at Peru. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought Peru was near Alabama. So uh, <laughs> might be a Peru Alabama. I think you're thinking of Purdue <laughs> University <laughs> or the company that cooks chickens, chickens. Um, I, I'm guessing is there is there some uh, like geo, like is there like a series of mountains between Europe and Asia I, I man now I feel like a jackass but I do feel like super ignorant because I'm like no I really like, think it was worse I, I, I think it's no. just like pretty arbitrary and, and human like made language barriers too oh, there but probably I'm, is a river because yeah. most of the Countries but, have some kind of water division. Yeah. I hope that that movie A River Runs Through It is about this. That's pretty much yeah. <laughs> and that's fishing. Almost exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it about fishing? Yeah. I've never there's seen fishing. It. Like Bassmasters. Like uh, <laughs> some fly fishing. It's fly, fly fishing. fishing. Yeah. It's fly yeah. Fishing. So I've never seen it either. They, but the commercial. Basically, they fly it's fishing. fishing while dancing like Paula Abdul. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's fly fishing. Oh, I get it. Yeah. 
Fly girls. It was a stretch, but no, I liked it. Yeah, okay. But sometimes I don't laugh. I just approve. I can confirm that. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes she doesn't approve nope, when I I'm think just, she should be laughing. I'm just quiet. That sometimes that happens. Sometimes some, I shake my head and I say no. Sometimes, sometimes a groan is just as good as a laugh. Like silence is a killer. Yeah. But if you can make somebody go, oh. Yep. And you still get the same endorphin rush as if they had actually laughed. I feel like my face makes a silent groan, though. So I think that even sometimes that's like mm, in my face, I squish my eyes and close them. And I think that is the same kind of response. I had an, an overly attentive waitress who kept, I think she was very new, but um, I can be a difficult person to read at times. And she came over like six times to make sure that everything was okay. She's like, oh, you had like a weird look on your face. I'm like, oh no, that's just my face. That's me. I'm just weird looking. <laughs> Let me fix that face for you. <laughs> I told the story on the way here on was it McClintock? Yeah, McClintock. The last time I was on McClintock, um, somebody made me roll down my window, mm -hmm. and I drive a 2007 Honda Fit, and it's orange. And he yelled, I can fix that bumper for you! <laughs> and, <laughs> I, like, I didn't, there was no markings on his car that he had a business. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was, you know, like, I, I appreciate this form of advertising, but this is... That's really he's, awkward. He's, he, like, heard, he read an article somewhere that word of mouth advertising is the best me. way to grow your yeah. business. Yep. Was Is there actual damage on your bumper or was well, it some sort of weird veiled pickup? Uh, I, thought it, was, yeah, it, was I like thought it was just like the weirdest no, cat call I've ever heard. So, like, I, I joke that my car is basically made out of Legos. Like, it's really plasticky. The bumper mm -hmm. is really plasticky, especially, and it does tend to, like, unhook a lot. Like, parts of it are sticking out a little bit and right now it's actually zip tied on our car <laughs> I, so, I have a Honda Fit too and I, I rear-ended someone going not even yeah. like half a mile in an hour like my front bumper hooked under this SUV there wasn't Ugh. a scratch on it but my whole bumper was just like it looked like it'd been like attacked with a sledgehammer. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah, the Honda Fit is a. I, I actually really like it. And if Honda wants to send us yeah, another we, one, yeah, we're Please happy. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsors, if you're listening. Yeah. yeah. Um, Specifically, Nina and Jose would like a Honda <laughs> okay. to sponsor Nina and Jose. But, yeah. but if they're giving if they're giving out Hondas, like let's get as many yeah, as uh, right. for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but I do feel like the bumper is is not their we is not their strongest point. Yeah. Both in the car or of the design or. Or manufacturing or quality control. Also, also, we have the 2007 Honda Fit Sport, which has like low rider features on it. So it comes with like, what are they called? The, it has like a spoiler. It has spoilers all the way across under the bottom. Like, so like the oh, tiniest okay. little bumper. Oh, the yeah. The tiniest yeah, little bump. Okay, got Like, it. we scratch. Um, like, like we're trying to be super cool. Is this a term, ground effects? Is yeah, that a something term? like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I used to read Lowrider magazine. I mean, I, I, did I, not. Oh, I okay. still like, That's I'm still, I, I still think Lowriders are awesome, and there's a lot of like. Chicano culture that's a part of that, but like Honda uh, Fit is not part of that. Yeah, <laughs> no, Honda not, are not, not a lot of Honda, yeah, not a lot of Honda Fits um, making the cover of Lowrider, and, and like not really so much Lowriders, but like, uh, but usually Hondas and whatever that they that they add mm -hmm. ground effects kits to, which apparently 
Yeah, ground effects. Yeah. Who knew? I feel like I, ground effects are so cheaply made because whenever you drive down the freeway, you'll see like five huge like <laughs> sheets of plat like just all over the place. Like, yeah. I, I have a a, a lowrider magazine story that uh, I would like to share. Um, when I was a kid, so let's see, we moved to the my parents moved a house they're in now when I was about fourteen. So this story took place sometime before that. I don't really have a, a firm date on it, but there was a kid that lived next door who was almost a year older than me. A little older, uh, physically a lot older than me in terms of like knowing the world and, and that kind of stuff. But one day, um, we were at his house and he took me into his bedroom and he pulled out a lowrider magazine and he turned very carefully to page 64 or whatever and he showed me this picture of this woman posing with a car in like a very tight, very short dress and said, check that out. And I was like, oh, cool. And he said, that's my aunt. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I love that story. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it was hot lady. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's sister. <laughs> I, I actually went to uh, Sunday school with someone whose sister uh, was featured in Lowrider magazine in a bikini like that you know very that that kind of uh, very uncool exploitation of the women's body but uh, <laughs> but you know it's also juxtaposed uh, juxtaposed. <laughs> yes, yes. Juxtaposed. Uh, Juxtaposed is another great magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, I do like Juxtaposed too. Yeah. Um, but uh, later on, once I had access to the internet in, uh, in college, I found my acquaintance from Sunday School's sister on a site where she was not wearing a bikini. She oh, was wearing uh, overalls. Than, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was actually in the movie Minions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Minions so Minions came out this summer, which I yes. I Nina's brother is super into Minions. Yep. As are a lot of people, I guess. Um I I, I like What's the original movie? Something dis Despicable Me. Despicable Me. And yeah. I, I never saw that. I never saw the mm -hmm. sequel. I never saw Minions. But their uh, for one of their ads that they had on the uh, you know one of the subway stations uh, in New York when I was visiting was it, it like had the website Minions.com but like upside down because it's like they screw up everything you know Those, yeah. yeah. Um, but when you look at minion, when you look at the word minions upside down, it looks like it. It doesn't look like a word, but it still looks like letters because of the. Mm -hmm. that, and I wanted minions. to buy. I almost bought that. <laughs> I almost bought that that uh, URL, but I showed some re restraint because why? Why would I? No, you have a URL buying problem already, so. He, yeah. he likes to be prepared. I can relate to that. I have I have several myself. Yeah, I I also have a, a Gmail uh, address <laughs> problem. That, yeah, I, I that, didn't even want to approach that. That was yeah, that that comes up a lot too, and for me, it's like oh I should I should grab that. 
Or I need a Twitter account for this funny idea I have, so therefore I need a Gmail address yeah. in order to make the Twitter account because and then all my other emails are used on other Twitter accounts. I yeah, need to true. make sure that like the Tumblr site is available, the Tumblr URL is available. That way I can feed the Twitter into the into Tumblr, the Tumblr yeah. and the and YouTube. The, yeah, it's I, very complex. <laughs> this is this is definitely an inside joke at this point. So, um, but I still. Uh, every Labor Day, get a. It's your Twitter anniversary for stuff my dad shits. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I never oh. tweeted once. Oh god, oh, that's such a good idea though. <laughs> I think we just we had so much it's, joy about the idea I, yeah, that that was yeah. all we needed. It's, I think that's that's true. So so I mean, how many different Twitter handles do you guys have? Oh my god! I I've, I actually found some old passwords and started going through them and and like tweeting random stuff from them. Uh, one that I I'll tell you about is super stupid. Uh, it's, it's the Twitter account is Cinnamon Rolling, so it's at Cinnamon Rolling, and the only point to that account was like you know because uh, the at symbol became. Uh, you know a Twitter thing and then you know and then people adopted it beyond Twitter for various things as well but I was like the at symbol and it has a name and it's a it's a complicated stupid name oh I've been trying to figure I I, obviously not yeah it has a name successfully I'm a typography teacher and I don't know the name of it so yeah yeah but I'm like it looks like a cinnamon cinnamon roll to me so the only (laughs) only point to that Account was to put forth the idea of like, hey, let's just start calling it a cinnamon roll, <laughs> and that uh, did not catch on. It, no. I did not catch on. I am a convert. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> so if if people want to start following at cinnamon rolling, uh, yeah. go ahead. I think uh, one of my favorite accounts that randomly updates me in my. Uh, we were on a ridiculous road trip, and in Virginia, we drove across the country very soon after starting dating, like three months after starting dating. Um, it was a good way to prove your love really early. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in Virginia, we stopped at some rest stop, and there was a coloring book of clowns, and it was like the worst drawn <laughs> coloring book. And so we bought it and colored it, and one of them was just like the saddest clown, and Jose named him Terrible the Clown. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we had a voice that we would, what kind of I things are terrible? Put, it was like, hey, you gonna eat that pudding, or can I paint my face with it? Like, <laughs> this really weird stuff. So, yeah, that, the, that Twitter account every once in a while updates me yeah. of like, hey, Terrible the Clown, this person just tweeted, you should follow that, or like, uh, so, yeah. yeah. Terrible the Clown. Terrible the Clown has his own. I also had Henrietta Pussycat for a while. Oh. I think I might be doing that. Meow, 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 anthropology (laughs) sale, meow, meow. Just like every day, Henrietta Pussycat, we don't see. I know, my son was a big, big fan of, I think, his first Twitter account, which he lost the password for 12-year-olds. His first Twitter account, though, was following me. And Andy Milanakis and Sharkleberry Finn, yeah. which was one of those, those That's a good Twitter one. accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, 
Sharkleberry runs that account yes. himself. Oh, so I, yeah. I nearly taught him how to use yeah. Twitter. I mean, it, it, it's, he's, he's the one manager. of your clients. Right. Yeah. He's the he's manager. One of your clients. Yeah. Um, so I, this this came up because I realized that I still had the password for this, uh, and then kind of like what you the the stuff my dad shits like amazing idea, but it's also like now long past like making sense, pouring any time or energy into it. Yeah. But, uh, and, and so this is the same thing here. I have the, the Twitter account for Fred Schneider. Like, Fred, ju just at the Fred Schneider. The actual at Fred Schneider. Oh. Like, uh, Fred Schneider does not Fred, have it. Fred, Fred Schneider of the B-52s has Fred Schneider 3. Because <laughs> after, after me, uh, after, after getting Fred Schneider, uh, I, someone else must have gotten like Fred underscore Schneider, and then Fred Schneider of the B-52s has, has uh, B uh, Fred Schneider 3. And the purpose of getting that account, <laughs> Twitter, use, um, back before people used Twitter through Twitter apps on their phone or mm -hmm. any particular programs, they, Jay, you would just do it through the website and it would yeah. ask you what are you doing so that you would tweet about it so it was Fred Schneider was my attempt to like I had this grand idea of like having a bunch of people contribute to it almost like the warm up Fred Schneider so hey Fred mm -hmm. Schneider what are you doing and that would be those tweets that would come but like I, I came up with the idea and I was like, yeah, super excited about it. And then got busy, forgot about it. And, uh, you know, nothing happened. But So Fred Schneider is doing nothing. Yeah. Fred Schneider is resting on his laurels. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Fred underscore Schneider, I think, did like 10 tweets trying to do something similar. similar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so. it's probably. But it's better if it's like open sourced. Uh, because one person's Fred Schneider is not what the warm-up is. Like, no, it's there's not. no surprise, right? Yeah. It's like one flavor of what Fred Schneider yeah. is doing. And uh, for a while, the the hashtag Savvy Social Tips oh was very popular. Um, <laughs> was and if you could just kind of explain wh what went on there. And I, I'm wondering if the person who started that ever interacted with you. So she tried not to. Uh, so <laughs> she, she tried not very, to So it. the person who had, and I think she's probably still tweets it. It's hashtag savvy social tip. And uh, basically she's kind of like a, uh, she. Social you know, media guru, she's like a rock social, star. She's trying to put sort herself forth. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like it, that, you know, it, it's a, it, that can be a little bit weird or cringy or irksome because it's like people are just like, hey, I'm a social media guru or consultant or whatever. Yeah, there's no verification. But that, all that but said, she seems like a very sweet lady. I, I like and, that, and she does have some actual savvy social tips. Yeah. I will uh, say she, yeah, she was super nice. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know why I got a, a bee in my bonnet about this because <laughs> that's a phrase that people use. Um, yes. Uh, but I, I don't know. I somehow I came across her account and her tweets, and I just thought it was ridiculous to have a hashtag called Savvy Social Tip just for, I mean, A, it's a too long as a hashtag. <laughs> and it's, it, right. it's just really ridiculous. And so I just started tweeting out really bad, like purposely bad, <laughs> like Twitter and social media tips. And then, like, just stuff that had nothing to do with Twitter or social media, <laughs> but with the hashtag social. Uh, because I, like, 
I think I don't know. It, it's weird when people are like, "Oh, this is my hashtag," yeah. and mm. so I was like, "No, I'm no, going to use your hashtag." What? And I was more active on that hashtag than her. All right, so uh, we had a bit of a technical glitch there, ladies and gentlemen, but we're going to invite you back into the action, back to Jose, where he was talking about the the retweeting of this hashtag you know savvy social toad. <laughs> so I started uh, tweeting all this random nonsense, as I do on Twitter, um, uh, and and with the hashtag savvy social tip, and like a, a I more of my tweets were showing up with that hashtag, and then. Like more people started tweeting my my contributions to that hashtag, and also contributing hers. to it in the same way in that same you vein. were. Yeah, yes. yeah, and it was kind of hilarious. And like I could tell that, I, like I can't remember she never directly contacted me or even tweeted at me. But it, were like, there any like passive aggressive tweets? I feel like there were. Yeah. Like if you're serious like about we could social tell media, she was agitated. yeah, there was some way I can't remember. And it must, yeah, I. She somehow indicated that she was annoyed. And then, oh, yeah. The way you do that on social media is with an ampersand. That's, that's the, how you tell that's people how that you're That's how you tell you're irritated. Yeah, you yeah. use a lot of ampersands. Uh, a lot of cinnamon rolls. Savvy social tips. Oh, yeah, yeah. Savvy social tips. Yeah. So in any case, uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, I feel like at some point she then did finally... Because I think she thought I was trying to harass her yeah. or something. Oh, I mean, you were trolling. Maybe, yeah. I was, you were. I was trolling for it's, fun. It's, but it was it was it light trolling. It classifies yeah. in that yes. category. Yeah, I I think hijacking someone's hashtag is mild enough to not qualify as. It was at least as, mischief. Uh, Mischief. Yeah. It was minor it mischief. Was mischief. It was uh, shenanigan related. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I like. I actually got into contact. Like I don't know. And then she seemed like kind of sweet. And, and I was like, Oh, you're nice. And so I just like stopped. <laughs> I, I feel like it started because the first couple that we saw, like, so you know, when you're new at a job, you're excited about it. So she was calling herself an expert and they were really just like super obvious things like uh use your real name or something like oh. that it was like like something you should know make your password easy to remember yeah, but hard for to everyone guess. um right <laughs> exactly they were just really really basic things and so yeah. i think we were kind of like uh that's that's not qualified as expertise and so i think that we felt that was all right not that this was a joint decision. He does these things on his own. Yeah. yeah. But I approve or disapprove. <laughs> okay. And she yeah. lets me know when she disapproves. I've been not like in a way like that she's like, hey, stop that. As much as like, you know, she'll tell me her thoughts. And then usually it makes sense, her thoughts. And, and then sometimes I stop and then sometimes I don't. Um, because I, I should know better than to argue or get into things with people on the internet because it's just a waste of time. But sometimes it's fun. Yeah. Also, you self-medicate with it. Yeah, because so. arguing stimulates your brain. Uh -huh. Yeah, and I, I've I've seen a lot of evidence to the contrary. <laughs> online, no, it, so but, it's the adrenaline. It's like uh, uh, it's the same thing as like an adrenaline rush. So any yeah. extreme emotion yeah. so, will okay, yeah. will trigger. It won't make you smarter at it, all. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, just makes was, your brain yeah. active. Yeah. 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 Your brain gets active in the way that it does. Yeah, at, yeah. At like, 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 a like a drug addict yeah. scratching or, at right. a. At a at a yeah. glass door. Yeah. It, I've actually had this conversation with my dad. Um, he enjoys wa watching Fox News, and I'm like, 
Of course you do. You're retired. You don't have any stress. You need something to be angry about. It's just pressing that angry mm -hmm. button over and over to get that fix. Well, and I think some, not, not saying Jose is this, but some people are more comfortable with the anger emotion genre than like the sad or even joyful hmm. can be scary for people because uh, joy like when you feel the sense of joy you're like oh shit something bad's gonna happen now because yeah. i'm so happy. this isn't gonna last right, forever exactly. what's coming around for the something so you don't actually enjoy joy so anger seems like the safest place to be so i think people poke each other on the internet because anger's I, also it's fun i like i think one thing that i i really do get like when it when like certain conversations on twitter get too far and become arguments and stupid is like calling especially like conservatives i'll be like well i guess that's what you think commie liberal and then they're, you know, they get offended by yeah. by me calling them what they think i am and i also think that they get a little confused yeah. I think, yeah. I do enjoy when you do that. I, quite yeah. A bit. I, anytime I do get involved with, uh, with online arguments, because I'm definitely not somebody who thrives on anger and conflict and likes being mad about stuff, but I love to jump in and confuse those things. <laughs> Like, it, I, I think that's when I do enjoy it is when that sort of like diffusion of like, yeah. there's like, it reaches a pinnacle and then you bring in absurdity to the conversation. And I'm like, okay, now this is fun for yeah, me. Like, now, yeah. now that we've hit this Dada level of weirdness. And on that note, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. All right. We are back from break. Jose has the biggest grin on his face right I now. I just, I, I don't know. I'm happy. That's all. <laughs> he found all. something on the internet. The joy. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. No, I found it. I found an old argument that I got into like in July with someone about <laughs> like, because uh, there was some, and like, you know, because Mashable will, A, they'll post anything, like anything that vaguely yeah. will get eyeballs as, to their side. As long as it's Mashable. Yeah. Right. yeah. As long as, as long as it can be mashed, yeah. it's yeah. on the website. <laughs> But it was basically a story about, I think it was in Florida, um, where a judge, a, a pretty young judge, like not like low-level judge. Judge I don't know. Reinhold. Yeah, Judge Reinhold. Okay. Um, <laughs> basically realized that she was, that one of, uh, like someone who had been accused of doing a crime had been... Uh, it was someone from her like junior high or something and so apparently she went through uh, she decided to like castigate him and was like you know you were such a you know smart and cool kid and it's really disappointing that you've made these choices in your life and this and that and my point was like you know <laughs> which I very I literally said something to the effect of uh, yeah because you know this uh, a woman who happens to be white had, you know, she uh, her opportunities in her life have been the same exact ones as this uh, African American male, um, which, as we know, probably not the case. Um, and sure, people have to be personal, personally accountable, and uh, people make choices. But it's like, I think that's kind of a jackass thing to do to to assume like, oh, we went to the same junior high school, I guess things were all the same for us and you just decided to be bad. 
And so I got into a, a, a thing online with someone about that. And I, my, one of my favorite things to do is like when people, um, uh, you know, because pe- I, I say people, but I mean conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> Who are people? But, yeah. um, but like what, like you know, because yeah, it's like everybody believes in hard work and like that that kind of stuff paying off. But there's such a push uh, to get rid of like you know social programs that can help people out when when times are hard, and uh, and there's such like disdain and uh, for for people who unfortunately have to sometimes use those social services. And uh, and like just the bullshit about trying to get people to like do drug tests to get welfare and food stamps, it's all bullshit. In any case, but I like to like poke certain conservatives and be like, well, you're you know, uh, why aren't you a billionaire? Like, are you not smart enough, or like, are you not, uh, not or, or yeah, enough? are you oh, not yeah. working hard enough? Are you enough? making because the wrong choices like, yeah, in your life? Like, yeah, because it's like. I and I, I believe that there are opportunities and choices and all that stuff, but it's like not all opportunities and choices are available to everybody at all times. Various factors and this and that. So that's my little thing. Sorry for making it so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Hosea's no, thoughts on the internet. Yeah, it was guy's reply back to his former classmate was great when he said. Who are you to judge me? Oh, oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, see, you you made it political and I made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So what is the deal with continents, guys? Well, Florida used to be part of a continent. Well, it's part of a continent I'm right like, now. What happened? Yeah. But, Did I miss um, something today? I was just trying to bring it back to Florida. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I could. I, we could easily lose Florida, and I don't know that anybody would be bothered. Yeah, I mean, there's Disney. Oh yeah, World. Epcot Center. Disney World, Epcot Center. Did any of you guys see that uh, documentary on PBS about Walt Disney? No. Recently, no. it's actually that's surprising oh, I saw the start that I haven't. I saw because it's, uh, it's like the American I Experience. I didn't think I was going to be. I was out of town last week, and I spent a lot of time in a hotel and um i didn't think i was gonna be into it but it was really really good i i love i watched many documentaries on pbs so i love their american experience stuff but i've seen all i had seen all of them so i'm glad there's a new one because i'm a nerd well it talks i remember because i saw like the first 15 20 minutes of it before i got sleepy and uh, and it talked about uh, oh because he was it was like the Disney brothers at first and mm-hmm. then he basically cut his brother Walt Disney cut his brother out of it and uh, that was kind of a bummer. Well, yeah. the Kellogg's brothers have the same thing, don't they? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, is it Kellogg's? The, oh, the cornflakes. Right. I'm trying to remember. There's the a brother novel. rivalry there. Yeah, too. there is. So there's the a TC long history. Boy, so the TC oh. Boyle novel, The and Road to Wellville. And the yes. brothers behind... That's how I know about Kellogg. I think I know it from Some PBS. of that may be fictionalized, yeah. Uh, there's uh, Adi Dossler, who is, was the founder of Adidas, because Adidas. Uh, oh. And then uh, and his brother started Puma because they were working. They had worked together. And they went... Th- that's why certain, like, uh, old-school models of Pumas and Adidas look... Similar. He also based it on his name. Yeah. Pussy magnet. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, 
That's that's a great brother name. Yeah. Good, good, good name for Why did brother. he get the name Pussy Magnum? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> oh. oh man. Good time. But wait, so did Kellogg's like split off? Is that so where uh... one of them one of them was a doctor? And one of them worked in, there was like this like weird, in the, the turn of the century, I think, there was this, like, like now, sort mm-hmm. of like, get back to the roots and eat whole grains sort of yeah. movement. And like, people would go to these, um, they're like spas, but they used a different word, like asylums. I think they used the word asylum. Yeah. Um, I almost said it was sanitarium. But sanitarium. It was no, yeah, I think it was. It was something that now would be like, you wouldn't say, I'm going to go to the sanitarium, guys. Cool. See you later. <laughs> Called the nut house. <laughs> so, they had all this special food that they would feed you, and like, I don't know, maybe they were exercising or sleeping or something. There was a lot of exercise, yeah. And like and, saunaing or. And the food, the cereal was meant to be very mushy, and you were supposed to like chew it hundreds right. of times, and it was supposed to keep you healthy and keep your bowels moving. And keep you from wanting to have sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. Oh, for yeah. some reason that it was like, yeah, an anti-masturbation, uh, yeah, like, yeah, well, method, method. I, yeah. Well, there is something they, and I don't know if this is scientifically correct, but um, saltpeter, sodium nitrate, like supposedly they would put that in like camp food so oh, kids yeah. wouldn't get boners. That, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Kids getting boners. Yeah. Which also saltpeter, otherwise known as sodium nitrate, you can very easily make uh, homemade smoke bombs mm-hmm. with that. Oh. So instead of boners. One yeah. Of them, yeah. <laughs> one half sugar to one half sodium nitrate. Um, so the cereal mm. work, trick worked because it's really hard to masturbate with a spoon in your hand. <laughs> Yeah, so one of them actually worked at the sanitarium, yeah. and one of them was a doctor. And the doctor was always, I think, ripping on his brother, like giving him a hard time and saying, you're so stupid and blah, blah, blah. But he eventually ended up running the company when they were like, people really like these corn ones. I think, we should sell yeah. these corn ones. I think so, yeah. It was, it was definitely a health craze. And like I said, I'm going by a novel that I yeah. read. So, and I'm going also off the memory of something I saw a year and a half ago. ago. There's a movie about that as well, and I can't remember what it's called. Go Google it if you're listening. The Kellogg. Um, yeah. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. <laughs> if you um, build it, they will eat it. Yeah, Yeah. actually, uh, I thought it was cornflakes, but then I remembered, I think it was Wheaties that was made by accident when someone had like made wheat gruel or something, and they <laughs> spilled it on a stove and accidentally like cooked it, and they realized, oh, like... I'm gonna clean this bill, this mess up. Oh, this mess is delicious. Yeah. And, uh, I accidentally spilled it in milk. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> have to hide the evidence somehow. <laughs> I better eat it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Kellogg's brothers. Brothers. Um, but uh, the Disney brothers, I can't. Was it Roger Disney? I, I think you know, so. Yeah. His, Jimmy, Jimmy he had, Disney. I feel like he had created Mortimer Mouse and. Mm. And uh, and like for some reason they were like at the time I think both because of the character design and his adventures they were just like yeah we don't like Mortimer Mouse we're gonna do other shorts um, and then obviously he cut his brother out of the business 
And I remember in the 80s in Bloom County, there was like Mortimer Mouse became like a like a character that would pop up because he was kind of the rejected. That sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, yeah. version of Mickey Mouse. And I mentioned that to mention that Bloom County is back, you guys, uh, because Berkeley Breath is that how you say his name? I it's like, think so. It's like, I heard it on NPR a few yeah. weeks ago, and I was like, oh, that's how you say it. Yeah. And I immediately forgot how yeah. to say it. And I feel like I'm at the age now where I can actually appreciate that because I don't remember getting laughs out of that as a young child. No. So my dad loved it. Yeah. I had collections of it. I, oh yeah, I lived on that one. Yeah, yeah. That was, I that was have for me. somewhere packed up somewhere. I have like uh, Bloom County strips that I cut out of the newspaper, especially the color ones on Sunday. I was also the only person I ever knew who liked Zippy the Pinhead. Oh. Yep. I, but You're I, the only I person. Do, <laughs> I, 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 do, I, do I thought though, that I should like it. I tried liking I it. I do feel, though, like it did like decline at some point. Like I remember No one it, knows when. <laughs> I remember reading it much later and being like, what, what was it that I thought was so great about this? Well, I mean, like but, I, I was way into Garfield. Like, okay. so into Garfield from, like, 8 to 12 or whatever. Okay, sure. This is an appropriate age yeah, to be in yeah. Garfield. But now, you know, now I look at it and, like, wow, that's kind of mortifying to me. Uh, it's just, like, your humor changes yeah, as I, you learn I, things. I, very early on, I bought a collection of little, little paperbacks of the family circus yeah at a yard sale when i was maybe seven my parents or eight had some, and, so. yep. yeah and i read them thought it was hilarious yep. yeah i don't know i i don't know and uh and not me yeah. and who, what's the third one um <laughs> do do it who gives yeah. a damn who gives a damn <laughs> Invisible yeah. child. If yeah. if you uh, visit the Sugar Bowl, it's, uh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> it's the name of the third ghost. If you visit the uh, ice cream place, the Sugar Bowl in Scottsdale, there are hand-drawn family yes. uh, circus cartoons oh, there. Yes. Somewhere in Scottsdale, there's statues of the children too. That must be horrifying if they're because they're 3D. I feel like 3D versions of like cartoons that Especially are usually cartoons. in 2D. Yeah. yeah can kind yeah. of be horrifying sometimes, sometimes yeah but i mean you know the family circus did make um attempts to kind of be more modern like the the mom got like a short haircut yeah, yeah. they are all holding cell phones for no reason yeah. <laughs> yeah. mom and dad uh, split up no. no i don't know no Oh no! All I could think of was like Billy takes a handgun to class. No, not me! Not me! Not me. <laughs> oh, jeez! Oh. Speaking of great sketch ideas that would have been hilarious in 1989, <laughs> I was thinking just last night about how great it would be. To remake like the plot of Scooby Doo cartoons, or or what's the one where they were in a band and they're driving around? Josie and the Pussycats. Solving, yeah, like a Josie and the Pussycats, oh. but about Depeche Mode. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you should pursue this. I don't think it's be, a 1989 can still be thing. Today. I, okay. I think yeah, I think that would be really good. Like people would be into it, and I I actually feel like you can make KMDF. Uh, is it KMDFM? K M F D. Yeah, letters. Yeah, letters. I have to remember the fake acronym to remember how to spell it. K 
kill motherfucking Depeche Mode. Yeah. I, I I, wow, I never knew that. Yeah, I didn't either. Well, that's, yeah. Not, that's not what it really no, means. It's not really, really that, means. That's but what like, people called them. Yeah. yeah, because they were kind of like, they're both uh, electronic, you know, mm. uh, synthy based music, but on different, you know, different sides of the spectrum for sure. Uh, in any case, uh, I don't know. I think yeah, having uh, K- I'm gonna fuck it up. KMFDM. What? No, that's not it. That's KMFDM. no, no, no KMFDM. I, I I keep thinking like the last two things are gonna DM, have to get like a Twitter. But you're gonna have to get no, a tattoo. No, they should. They should be in it and as the villains. Even they the villains, yeah. should be getting the acronym wrong. <laughs> <laughs> No, that they're the villains in your in your cartoon, and the reason they're so mad is because everybody gets the acronym wrong. Yes, and that's what they they're full of rage. Well, there was a there was a Scooby Doo cartoon with like Kiss, and it was like vaguely like it leaned horror, like as Mm. as much as a Scooby Doo cartoon can lean horror. But speaking of leaning horror and Scooby Doo cartoons, actually, I have a, a, a story about that. Yeah. Too, but go ahead. Well, I, so on YouTube, you, if you have to, you have to. Uh, there's, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like Scooby Doo and the gang meet the WWE, okay. and it is it's horrible. So bad. They, like what? So we're like, Jose's been watching a lot of wrestling, and I end up watching it too. Okay. So now I know things. Um, but they had Scooby-Doo. The reason why I was like, oh, this is bad, like right up front. Oh my God. They had Scooby-Doo say like full sentences and like only some of the R's came in. So he was like. <laughs> oh. He was like, well, you should put your phone in a mutual index. And like stuff that doesn't make <laughs> sense for Scooby to say. And it's like, like the, full coherent but, sentences. Yeah. yeah. Scooby-Doo it, wasn't even my favorite cartoon growing up. And it's like the art of Scooby-Doo is that he says... Like ridi- yeah, ridiculous things yeah. in short bursts with leading R's. with the R sound. I saw an Elmo video where he used a personal pronoun and said me, and I was like, Elmo doesn't say me. Wow, Cookie Monster says me. Right, Elmo does not have self awareness. Yeah. Right, that would be use, that would be a good <laughs> actually thing for him to talk use, about. He doesn't use pronouns. So, um, a couple months ago, I was taking my daughter. Uh, Blueberry, four-year-old, to the movies, and I was taking her to some kid's movie that she had kind of decided in the car she didn't want to see. She wanted to go see the scary movie that her mom and our teenagers were going to, and she was trying to talk me into, no, it's okay, I can see this scary movie, I can handle it, I'm not afraid of scary things. I watch the Scooby-Doo movie. She loves the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. And there are a couple of scary... Legit. Mo- le- yeah. I mean, that's a hard NC-17. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Renry Reventine. Yeah, so... That was that was her argument to be able to go see the. Did did that argument the, work? No, no. We saw. <laughs> I think that was a good parenting choice yeah. because uh, yeah. my parents let me watch the thriller video when I was like oh, whenever whatever year that was, and then like that whole year after it, I would wake them up at midnight every night with nightmares and like you know, I had to leave a light on in my room. Like that was the scariest thing I saw up to that point. I I did 
with her, yeah. But don't don't give me an award yet. No, <laughs> I just I'm just saying that particular one yeah. was a good parenting choice. Not that you always make good at, parenting choices. At, <laughs> at her insistence, we just watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy together. Wow. Wow. Okay. How did, how did she did she stay awake? Um, she was yeah. There was some. There were a few points where she wandered off and would come back in. And was that that was essentially like age but, three to four? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I started it about six months before she was born and just, <laughs> just finished, finished it, it yesterday afternoon. Um, no, she what happened was we were we were on a road trip and it was late at night and she had already like fallen asleep and woken back up and she wanted me to tell her a story and I was trying to drive so I couldn't really make up a story and drive and drive so i just started remembering scenes from the lord of the rings <laughs> wow. i was like and there was this other character and i think there was an elf and, oh my, and my memory of it was was awful Gosh, you that recorded rem- that yeah that reminds me of in first grade i don't think i've ever told anybody this like oh yeah wow <laughs> exclusive i'm excited uh, so i i was i don't know why it's uh, i I haven't seen it in a long time, but I'm sure it's not good. Uh, the Last Starfighter was a movie that came oh, out yeah, when I was yeah. like in first grade, and my godmother took me to see it at like the dollar theaters, uh, which you know back then was like four months later, not like two weeks later, like it is now, and um, and like I don't know. So we had to like write a story in first grade, and so I basically just made up my or like adapted my own version of the Last Starfighter, <laughs> and you were plagiarizing I first grade. Plagiarized in first grade, like just the storyline from and yeah. like uh, just as much as I could remember, like stuff that I was like couldn't remember, filled in the gaps, and I think I even like added a new character <laughs> or two. And and basically, it was just like you know, for a first grader, it was an epic tale, uh, and it ended up on the wall of the <laughs> vice principal as like, hey, look at this kid. Oh my god. Okay. I feel like in all of some of my creativity research when I was doing my masters, there was a paper about like, it's a pretty common occurrence now that first grade second grade story writing is like oh that's a blues clues episode or that's a like it's it actually happens a lot because there's so much storytelling happening at them that Mm -hmm. like well ask me to tell you a story here's one that i know (laughs) it's so versus making one up themselves and whole cloth creative creation um and that being sort of like a impending doom for creativity of like Mm. now you've been given so much story that you don't have room in your head for new ones yeah i i i don't know i feel like that's a phase yeah. that kids will go through to well, it's like regurgitate copying. yeah yeah and they they drawn. i think yeah they probably regurgitated stories of their parents drinking or something right in, in past generations and but, i you know i spent a lot of time drawing lisa frank stickers over and over again so like it happens in drawing. Why not storytelling? Yeah. yeah, and also in first grade, I'm just all these first grade memories are just like wow. bursting out. I um, I had oh, I feel like it was put out by it was a big thick book about space, uh, either put by put out by National Geographic or Time Life, mm-hmm. and it was basically like space travel, like and 
probably like the last or like from 19 like the early days of space space anything shooting out satellites to like and like in the second half and the last part of the book was like envisioning the future and being on other planets and I remember uh, like for a paint like I guess we painted at some point because one of the things that I painted which is probably still at my parents somewhere uh, was like a floating city that was like hub like that was like in a dome mm-hmm. and floating above like planes or whatever uh, like I mean like you know the terrain planes not like airplanes um, but like I totally just got like was like oh that was a cool image that I got from that book that or that was a cool image that I really yeah, was into right. it. Well, we really but, could have used that artwork with yeah. our in some of our stuff for Center for Science and the Imagination. Oh, so yeah, we yeah. may need to dig that. Yeah. Up. That would be yeah, that well would be amazing. I, so, but I got so angry at someone who was sitting next to me who then copied my oh, copy. That used to drive oh, yeah. me insane in yeah. school when people would do that. Yeah, at some point, like he, like he, like ended up apologizing to me. Like I was so <laughs> upset and angry. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Stop copying me. Hashtag bullied him until. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now you just make fun of people on the internet. My aunt, when she moved from Illinois to uh, North Carolina, she um, they were packing up the house. She found all these old letters and stuff that I had written to her when I was a kid and all the a lot of drawings and sent me like comics that I made when I was like six and seven oh and man mailed to her and I still remember the one was um the drawing that I remember was this guy just like walking past a window and then another guy leans out the window and hits him in the face with a giant hammer <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm like, just, oh, that was it. <laughs> this would have gotten me suspended if I yeah. <laughs> tried it in, yeah. in the late 90s. Um, but there was also a time that I remember because we would, like, my parents would sit us down to write them write letters to the family back in Illinois when we when we moved to Arizona. And one time, I was so fascinated. I just wanted to ask, "Hey, how are you? What time is it there?" <laughs> Because I knew about time zones. And I was like, what time is it there? Yeah, time zones used to totally confuse me as a child. Mm. Like, why are we changing? They still legitimately confuse me. Across any continent, there are multiple time zones that one has to deal with. Yeah, continents. Um, Yeah, so, like, now that I'm an adult, I understand, like, oh, my brain isn't made to understand the concept of, like, numbered and measured time like it just doesn't get it so yeah. I have to conform to this world that runs on it but as a child it was just like what is happening why are we changing our clocks I just got used to the old way <laughs> yeah and and that was yeah that's the big thing that still to this day gets me is we don't change our clocks yeah. and everyone else does Yep. and so I have no idea People are like, oh, yeah, spring forward and fall back. 
But is forward earlier or is forward late? Like I don't. You're in the future. It really you, depends how yeah, you look. How, at how do you? Yeah. When when you say move it the clock forward, I, you just I guess take that means take it from three, it three inches. And move it to four. <laughs> I get what, saying it out loud. It's making more sense. But, but just, I understand how you could yeah, think like, the other thing. I'm like I don't. Yeah, I don't know which direction you're really. It's like moving turning it. the temperature, up, turning the air conditioning up. Yeah. No. So I remember there. Uh, I either read a story about this or heard this, that there was like uh, some sort of indigenous culture somewhere, probably South America, one of the it continents. It was continent. Florida. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the continent of Florida. <laughs> and uh, where, where the people actually thought of time, like time that had passed was actually in front of them because they, like, you could, you could not, you can't see the future you can't see the future like the future they thought of the future as like physically behind them and the and the past in front of them because all you could see is like what's what's been you can't necessarily see the future so so that's their orientation with yeah i think actually having a physical relationship to time like that would totally help me like i think like I understand north, south, and east and west, but right and left I don't get. Oh, okay. Oh. Because those are permanent things. I've like north is always north, but yeah. right and left, like I could turn it's around very, and I yeah. then studied acting and there's stage left and stage right, and it just got really messy for me. So I think they're connected, like time. Having a physical relationship, permanent physical relationship to time would help mm. on this continent. Well, the children are our future. They so. are. That's true. They're behind us right now. <laughs> yeah. um, I just really because I just popped up in my head uh, because I've been looking into Brazilian jujitsu. I don't think I, I haven't even talked no. to you about this. this. Is, I love that the kind of relationship you can have where you're always <laughs> learning about something. Capoeira <laughs> or something else. Uh, no, the Brazilian jujitsu. Okay. Just like the like stuff based in what the Gracie brothers taught, but like. But so the Gracie brothers is this amazing family of Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists. They really like basically, I don't want to say codified, but they like galvanize what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is. And apparently like there's a lot of, like after one of their patriarchs died, there was this like a big mess of like who's in charge Schism. of certified. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, I don't know. I just read, I, I, now that makes me think of how like continents are like, the band of brothers or siblings uh, of either gender of, of any gender that were like very close and then and then they broke off they broke like off the Disney brothers like, like Adidas Gosslers. like Kellogg <laughs> the Kellogg like Adidas and Pussy Magnet <laughs> <laughs> and I I think that's uh, a good place to end yeah. off we talking about together. continents it all, it all came back around we were like all brothers Pangea. yeah yeah. <laughs> Just like the continents will eventually crash into each other and become one again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, the, what we usually traditionally like to do to end the show on is go around the table and see if anybody's got any plugs, any upcoming events or projects or, you know, a interesting flavor of chapstick you've tried recently, your favorite font, whatever you want to. You want to promote? I hearing the wrestling story. I, I'm gonna actually use part of my plug for uh, something to recommend to you. 
Jose, but we'll uh, okay. we'll start over on this side. Uh, Nina, Nina, what do you have coming up? I would highly recommend the grapefruit flavored um, lip balm from Burt's Bees. Mm. First of all, it's really great, and actually, grapefruit can help if you suffer from depression. The smell of grapefruit can help you feel better. Didn't know that. Yeah, huh. fun fact. Yeah. I, at first, I was like, I'm just really into this grapefruit, and then I read that, and I'm like, oh, I understand why I'm into That's, this grapefruit yeah, right yeah. now. Um, uh, I, so we're part of the Torch Theater. We're performing. Jose and I both perform every Saturday night. Well, I try to perform every Saturday night in the neighborhood. So you can catch us there. And I'm performing with a musical improv troupe called Judd. And yeah. we perform, I think it's every third Friday. I'm bad at time. Think, yeah, I'm really that, bad at time. So one of those. I measure it because it's at, it's the week after my show which right. is the second friday right that so, makes sense yeah. so uh yeah that's where you can find me on my favorite typeface right now is accidents grotesque you're gonna have to have to look that one up yep cool. yeah. um i highly recommend drinking as much water as you can all the time <laughs> um also i've been living off of i i do consume more than this but Topo Chico mineral water uh, and uh, uh, the cookie and cream variety of Quest Bars. Uh, those are my jams right now and probably for the rest of my life. Um, but uh, yeah, the Torch Theater, thetorchtheater.com, the Torch Theater on all various social media uh, networks and whatnot. Um, I also host uh, every first Friday a show, a live show called YouTubery.xyz. Uh, and we watch, uh, we have put together some really ridiculous, crazy, weird uh, YouTube videos. And it doesn't have to be just YouTube, but uh, most of them are. Uh, things get weird and fun, and, uh, and that's been, uh, we just had the first version of that, or first edition of that, uh, a few weeks ago. The next one will, uh, it doesn't matter when the next one is, it's every first Friday, so just show up to Film Bar in downtown Phoenix. Um, uh, and they also have really great stuff going on. Oh man, I feel like I. Oh, uh, Galapagos will be uh, in Dublin in November for the. It's not there. They have an improv festival there, and I think it's like Improv Fest Ireland is what they call it. Um, and uh, we'll be kicking around Europe in November. Which oh, will be crazy! Exciting. Yeah. Um, so I will. Uh, I will see what what. Uh, which way their toilets swirl? Yeah, uh, they, <laughs> yeah, you'll be on a new continent. It's different because <laughs> yeah, they have they have the metric system there. So, yeah. yeah, not censored like it is here. Yeah. <laughs> PC police want to tell you to be standard. You're British standard, but we know better. We tell it like it is. Um, well, I um, am going to be. Traveling to uh, far off Flagstaff, Arizona, Ooh. with uh, my improv group Apollo Twelve, in October on the eighth of October, and then jet setting back to Phoenix for the 9th of October, when we will be performing at the Torch Theater, and then the tenth of October I will be the monologist in the neighborhood. Oh wow! Yeah. So small world, small yeah. world, and I think. I think that's the night that we won't be performing because we're at a wedding. There, fall wed it's fall oh, wedding season. Yeah, so. yeah. It, it is. So thank um, you, Rick, for 
doing monologues and we're sorry yeah, we can't yeah. make it. Well, that's okay. As long as as long as uh, the lights are turned on and the doors are covered, I'm sure. Yeah, if anybody wants to volunteer happy. for October 10th, <laughs> let us know. Okay. Um, oh, the plug that I was going to direct to Jose in gen in specific, but everyone in general is uh, this summer, and you may already know this, so stop me if you do, uh, The Mountain Goats came out with a new album, entirely re uh, wrestling themed. The first single is uh, The Ballad of Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, I actually, I, oh man, I feel awful because I uh -huh. pre-ordered it, okay. and, uh, and like I, I got the, the first, that first single, pre-ordered it and technically I like I have it in my iTunes and just I, I actually forgot about it till now I feel awful because <laughs> mountain goats uh, are great and so now I have something to look been, forward yeah, to I've home. been listening to just a kind of a weird random smattering of their songs from throughout the years and the other day we were doing something around the house and I heard Blueberry singing, I'm going to make it through this year if it kills me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which is, yeah, a strange, strange song for your four-year-old four to be singing. But she, she was talking about it. watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah. true. But, yeah, she was really, really excited. I borrowed it from somebody because I didn't have it. I didn't own it. And uh, she was just super excited about... Uh, about hobbits and swords and wizards and she said in the car when I was first telling her the story and I told her about there were like two wizards who were evil and they wanted the ring for themselves and and uh, Frodo was going to destroy it and she said to me it sounds like Frodo is trying to do the right thing oh. and I would give him a badge and I would give all the ugly things to those two wizards so two days go by and I was telling this cute story to someone and she happened to be in the room and she heard that and she said yeah all the ugly things like like a lizard and a picture of someone's butt okay. those would qualify yeah those are definitely two very ugly things I don't know some butts are great yeah um I don't have anything specifically to plug, but just on the topic of the Mountain Goats, I'm, I'm a huge fan, so this is more of advice to other fans of Mountain Goats. Um, the last time I saw them play, I just want to first say that I'm all for people singing along. Oh God! But if you're going to sing along, do it in your own uh, voice as... Uh, I was there and someone was like imitating John Darnell. Oh. It's like just sing in your own voice. Don't try to do an imitation. And that's. Or if you go do a Kermit the Frog impression. Yeah, that would be yeah. better. So that that's. Uh, I would say do a French Schneider, but that's almost just kind yelling. of like John yes. Darnell. So that's that's my word of advice yeah. for for everybody. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you all later. Um, uh, check us all out on the Twitter and uh, enjoy the rest of your internet. Yeah. Thank you very much.